is party time mom welcome to another episode of the chad prather show dolly's on the set dolly is on the set i got yakub bullions on the set good dolly sitting dolly knows where to go find the one squeaky toy yeah that i hid this is back-to-back blaze days for me with dogs on the set exactly friday was was sydney's new pup <laughs> And now we got a good rhythm. It's a good beat. It's a make, good beat. Make Dolly member of your band. Like, what's funny about the dog is everybody's come to know me as having the dog around, right? Yeah. I had Willie, on the back got seat. Dolly, the dog yeah. on the back seat and all yeah. that. People don't know. It's hard work working with an animal. There's a reason Hollywood says no animals, no children, no water. That's right. Because they do what they want. They do what they want to do. Whatever. And, uh, of course, we've been sitting in here getting ready to tape this mm-hmm. show. This Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday In show. silence and on Complete action. Si- and as soon as Mark counted us in, the yep. puppet master counted us in, what did she do? She went and found the one squeaky toy. Come here, Dolly. Bring it to me, baby. Bring it to me. Good. Oh, she doesn't want to. She's just toying with you. She's nine months old. Look at that fat dog. Really? Yeah. What are you feeding that animal? El- food. And sometimes people. I thought you said elk. <laughs> I thought you said elk. I feed her elk. Funny stuff. <laughs> Tuesday. I don't know, Yaku. We're going to get into it today. We're we're uh, my new phrase of the week is medical tyranny. Yeah. Me- yeah. She's giving it to you. Maybe she is. Not quite. Medical tyranny. Yeah. This is the thing that's going on. We're seeing it with COVID. We're seeing it in a lot of different cases. We're going to talk about this a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Got a special guest coming on the show. Uh, Very get, special. Oh, she's just teasing me with it now. Now I got it. Oh. There you go. Look at her. So confused. Sit. Sit. Let's see if she'll do it for the camera. (laughs) Look at that. Who says you can't act with animals, Yaku? People do listen to you. Animals too. They do. (laughs) She's so fired up. Medical tyranny, 100% correct. It is time to expose, expose, expose. There's a video that was up for about two hours. I think Glenn pulled a clip. I shared it with Chris as well, uh, your producer. And then it disappeared after two hours about an immune virologist that just took uh, Mount Vernon, Mount Vernon Medical Center to school with about 100 other scientists sitting behind him. You got to check this thing out. I mean, well, I, I screen recorded it because they pulled it. But well, the it's crazy amazing. thing about it is you can have you can have doctors, right, who will testify to these things. But if they don't agree with the narrative, all of a sudden they, they, they lost they, they lost their degree. They're not although they come from the same school. Yeah, they could come from Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt Medical School or wherever. All of a sudden, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it's about a message. It's look, they play the Marxist playbook. You know, it's almost like they, they get preloaded. They go to the mothership. They get downloaded the program, bureaucracy at its highest with check boxes, right? And if you go off script, this is they cease, and then they just cut you. And then all the other cronies are in on it. It's just a quick little, the, the red phone the quarterback has to the coach. Yeah, it's a little red phone to YouTube. Say, there's one, pull him, and they yeah. pull the plug. Let and it's take- a red phone to Facebook and a red phone to Dorsey at, at Twitter. You know. So. Well, and the problem is. With the social media, somebody, and I don't know if this works, but I tried this over the weekend because I had a video that uh, went reasonably viral. It went more viral on Instagram than anywhere else. It was the one where I just really showed a lot of passion. I don't know if you saw this yeah, video yeah, I or did. not, but I, I just really yeah. was fired yeah, up. I like that. And uh, it was very visceral for me. And I, uh, it got pulled down on Facebook, yeah. of course. And somebody said to me, they said, go to your, to your block list mm-hmm. on Facebook and type in fact checker. Do a search for fact checker, and you'll see a big list of people that'll show up that'll either have a name next to fact checker or it'll just say fact checker and block every one of those fact checkers. Really? And it shows up. I did it. I blocked probably 
a hundred wow. that were listed as fact checkers. Okay. Now, will that work? I don't know. So it's like a little back door to counter. Yeah, you to, just go to you your know, block to counter page. The, to counter the hit. Yeah, you go to your security, go to your block page, and type in fact checker at the top. And that's it pulled about 100, 150 of them. I went and blocked every single one of them. I don't know if it'll work. We'll see with the next viral video. But we'll the, see. But the crazy thing about it, Yaku, is... The doctors get shut down if they have a, a, a varying opinion. But now we're starting to see the courts support yeah. a lot of nonsense yeah, 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 yeah. that are out there. Look, I, I'll say this. When, when you know you're in real trouble, and again, you know I'm an immigrant. I come from a country where law and order left the building, where you could buy, you can buy judges, you buy the I mean, you could buy anything, right? And so it's completely corrupt. When your court system, I'm telling you, I watched this whole thing. When the Supreme Court... In January, in December, in November, didn't show up to hear cases. Yeah. I said we're in serious trouble. Yeah. Because when the Supreme Court, who's really autonomous in a way, they sit there on an island and they're supposed to just uphold law and order. It gives every county judge, like the Clay Jenkins of the world, the Dallas, and all these people, it gives all these judges complete just liberty or, or taking liberty to go, I'm just, I'm just going to interpret the law my way or I'm just going to swing it. And that's what you're seeing yeah. in the country. That's yeah. what you're seeing with, with the whole voter system, what's happening in Chicago at the moment. I mean, they just move. We've got a real, real problem in the court of law. And that's not just me talking about fighting sex trafficking. What we do, we don't even see the cases go to court. They don't even make it into the courtroom. Yeah. The DA, the judge, I had a federal judge look at me and say, not a single child will come into my courtroom. That child's a prostitute. Wow. That is, that's Oklahoma for a fact, right? Wow. First hand. So we got a real problem in the courts. we got a problem. One yeah. of the biggest things that's happened in the legal system yeah. right now in Texas is a case of, of, a, of a man and his son. The man's name is Jeff Younger. He's with yes. us today. We're going to talk to him. You've heard this story most likely. You're going to hear it directly from the source. Before we get into that, look at this fine head of hair on Yaku. It's fine head of hair. Thank you. This. I don't have that. Thank you. I don't. I don't. But but you can use keeps. Keeps is keeps. the way to go. K e e p s dot com slash loss. They give you fifty percent off your first order. Let me tell you the thing about keeps. You don't even have to go to the doctor. You can sit right there at home. I've done it. I've got the stuff. I've got the stuff. Yeah. I'm using it because you want to keep it. I'm, I want to keep it. Yeah. And so you go there. You snap a couple of pictures of your hair. You send it in. A licensed doctor is going to take a look at your situation and going to give you a generic brand of the pharmaceutical that you need to stop your hair loss. That's Amazing. what Keeps.com does. They'll even send it discreetly to your door. I don't know why they do it discreetly because your neighbors know you're going bald. Yeah, they already know. Your neighbors know, but you know what I like about this? <laughs> if I can chime in here on yeah. keeps, right? You don't have to go to the doctor and get him to ask you vaccinated or not vaccinated. That's exactly right. With a whole bunch of other questions, right? Exactly. Grow your hair right. without talking about vaccines. How and about it works. Yeah. Our buddy Jason Buttrell, chief researcher right here at the Blaze, he uses it. It works well for him. Keeps.com slash loss. They'll give you 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. That's keeps.com slash loss. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We are in the Mothership Studio 22. We are going into the, the nether regions of tyranny. Uh, it is absolute insanity. Of course, Yaku, we moved him over to the pub. We want to get his expert insight on some of this as well. That's Lisa Page. Lisa Page. I mean, I always do. have the expert insight. You always do. On all this. You know how many people, by the way, before we get into it, how many people, I went and read reviews this morning of the show, which, by the way, I encourage people to go to where podcasts are offered. Leave us a five-star rating and a good review so many people said we left we're leaving a good review because lisa said to do it 
Lisa Page made me do Lisa it. Lisa Page made me do it. So, Come welcome on. to the show. That's a way to do Jeff it. Jeff Younger. Jeff, you've been going through a nightmare. Uh, uh, you, yep. you, you would, I would start to say any father's, every father's nightmare, but I don't think anybody can dream up this type of a nightmare of what you've been going through, in particular with your son, James course your ex-wife and it, you'd say well is it a custody battle this is something that's unheard of i want you to tell me the story start from the beginning well it really started when my son was two years old and i, I was still married and i noticed that my ex-wife uh and georgilis she's a pediatrician in capel texas mm-hmm. um was giving my son timeouts and she'd tell him weird things like you don't want to be a boy because the monsters only eat boys. And she'd scare him when she'd put him into these timeouts. So I'm like, hey, you can't, you can't scare a kid when they go into timeout. The purpose of a timeout is not to scare a kid, right? It's just to give him time to think about it, right? So I started, that was very strange. <clears throat> she started ramping up uh, other weird things. Um, her daughters began to have secret conversations, and then her and the daughters would leave, and they would stay away all night and leave me just with the boys. And you gotta understand, I was a stay-at-home dad, so I mm-hmm. worked a business out of the home, and I worked all the marketing for her medical practice as well. And so I raised those boys. I mean, I'm the one who got up at night and fed them and everything, right? So I did all the cooking. I got her daughters to school, helped her daughters with the homework, so like, I'm the family guy. So then all of a sudden, she starts um, manufacturing these, um, these claims about how I was being too disciplinarian and too authoritarian with her daughters and used that when she filed for divorce to wedge me out of the house. So I moved a mile away and for two years we shared custody 50-50 for two years before we even made it to trial. Mm-hmm. During that time, my kid had just turned three years old. He's three months past his third birthday. He comes to my house and he's wearing a rag on his head, dish towel. Well, why are you wearing a dish towel? And I'm thinking we had just watched Lawrence of Arabia. So I'm thinking, you know, he, wa- he's, he wants to fight Turks. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he says, well, I'm a girl. And I said, well, what do you mean you're a girl? And I realized something important in the divorce was happening. So I whipped out my iPhone and took the first iPhone video I'd ever taken. I didn't even know how to do it. I had to actually text somebody. And then I asked him, um, why are you wearing that rag on your head? And he explains it. If you go out onto YouTube, you can just search for Mommy Says I'm a Girl. That video has millions and millions of views. Um, and he just says, his answer was, because Mommy Says I'm a Girl. And this is your video? Yes. It's on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So then he's, I said, well, what else does she do with you like a girl? And he says, she, she puts me in dresses. She paints my nails. And he tells me he has a girl's brain in a boy's body. And that's what she was teaching him. So I mean, before this, there was no indication of anything like that, man. I got to tell you, I just uh, you can call me a a starry eyed and in love or whatever you want to say. But I didn't see any of this. I didn't see the divorce coming. I didn't see any of it coming. So, I mean, I thought we were going to get married, work hard to to, uh, you know, get to heaven together. I mean, that's really I thought we were going to do that. So I was just completely aghast. I really didn't accept even that we were divorced for two or three years after we were divorced. Mm. It took me that long to even accept the fact that we were divorced. Anyway, so <clears throat> we, we eventually have to get a custody evaluator in this divorce. His name is, a, he's a psychologist. His name is Blake Mitchell. He's out of Frisco. And I showed him that video. 
And he asked me during the whole course of our, you know, his investigations, you know, what are your top five issues? My number one issue is she's tampering with his gender identity. And I showed him that video. So we get to the divorce trial and his, that video is nowhere in his report. Mm. And he said that I manufactured a false claim that she was tampering with his gender identity. Did he Did get I, a basis for that? He said, well, I found, he said, I found no evidence Ms. Georgilis was tampering with James's gender identity. I find no evidence that she's treated him like a girl. She hid that from him. Hmm. I see no evidence of that at all. Mr. Younger made a false accusation. And on that basis, they restricted my possession below standard possession. Oh. So it was a complete lie. Um, then Ms. Georgilis began to really ramp up this transition of my son and what the the gender ideologues call social transition what i what i call uh cross-dressing children it's just making drag queens out of kids she began to put him in a dress put him in a long wig she enrolled him in school under a fake girl's name and the school refused to call him by his legal name i went through the entire grievance process and they would not do it. They refused to do it and said it was not a violation of my parental rights that they were calling him by a girl's name. And they were actually affirming him as a girl. So they were actively teaching him that he was a girl. Mm. The school counselor did that. The teacher did that. So you got to put yourself in, in James's position, right? So here's this little kid. He wants both parents to love him, right? But he's going to school and his teacher says he's a girl. The police officer at school says he's a girl. The school counselor says he's a girl. The librarian says he's a girl. The principal says he's a girl. His mom says he's a girl. It's just me and his priest who are saying, you're not a girl. And so he really did not know what to believe. I mean, he actually thought probably I was making it up for a long time. But one thing about James is that he's never presented as a girl with me. So with me, he always wears boys' clothes and so forth. I even had a dress at my house for a period of time. I had actually two dresses. And I said, look, if you want to, like, explore gender in my house, you know, we're not going to do it outside the house. But if you want to, like, explore that in a safe place in the house, in private, I'm cool with that, right? Um, and he, I caught him the next day uh, in the middle of the night. He got up, and he, he was downstairs in the kitchen throwing those dresses away. Wow. He threw them out. And his brother, Jude, I named my, my sons after the brothers of Jesus, James and Jude. Mm -hmm. So his brother, Jude, um, has struggled with, you know, how, when do I break the commandments? Like, when am I supposed to lie and when am I not supposed to lie? Right? So we were out. So when I was a kid, I grew up in the Panhandle. So I was hunting rabbits with Apache throwing sticks, you know, when I was yeah. a kid and everything. So my kids want to learn how to do that. So I actually got them some Australian hunting boomerangs. We've been hunting rabbits with them. So uh, we were filthy dirty. We'd been up by the creek. <clears throat> we were tall, taking a shower, just piling into the shower, you know, just so we could get to the dinner table and not, you know, uh, disabuse people. And uh, Jude just points down at James's groin and says, I mean, he's not a girl. Look, mm. you know, why do they keep calling him a girl? And I said, well, at that time, at the run up to trial, I was under a, a gag order from the court that prohibited me from teaching my son that he was a boy. The courts prohibited me from teaching my son that he was a boy, which meant that I could not teach him traditional Christian doctrine on sexuality and gender. They, had, they said I could not present him to any third party 
that might know him as a girl, I could not present him as a boy to that third party. And the courts are telling you this. Correct. And this is in Texas. Yes. So I was unable to take my son out in public because I don't know who has seen him as a girl. Mm. I got in big trouble one time. We, we went out boxing out at a park and uh, the boys had just picked up jujitsu. So I was showing them how to like, you know, get their stance, change their boxing stance for, for kind of like MMA style. And um, this girl runs up and says, hello, Luna. And he was kind of embarrassed by that, right? So I got in big trouble. That came up at court. They tried to take my kids away from me for that, saying I violated the court order. I could not do that. I could not um, post anything on the internet or make any public statements which would indicate whether my son was a boy or girl. Mm. So I obeyed that crazy order. The way I got, kind of got around it at home, you know, we say this, we have a traditional prayer called, the, I'm an Orthodox Christian, so we say the Trisagion prayer every night, three times a day actually, nighttime prayer. So I just started after that, as I'd go to sleep, I'd read them the book of Genesis up to the creation of man and woman. That's not me. That's in the book. You know, it's not me teaching them, right? I'm not, I'm just reading a book. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I got around it. And that came up at trial. They tried to get me on that one too. So we're reading the Bible. We're reading the Bible to my sons. Yeah. So um, we get to trial. I, I, I just said we need to just dispense with the idea that we can co-parent these children. We just have such fundamentally different ideas. Like, we don't agree on the anthropology here. Like, we don't even agree on what a human being is, mm -hmm. much less how to raise our sons. So I so said, let's just dispense with that. I should be sole managing conservator. That means that I should just have all the parental rights. So we got a jury. We impaneled a jury. Uh, the jury decided that I should not have sole managing conservatorship. The jury decided that we should try to co-parent. So... Uh, Hang on. This is, this is a jury. Yes. Supposedly of our peers yes. in the state of Texas. Yes. The quote unquote where they buckle the Bible belt. That's right. The red state, conservative state yes, of sir. Texas. And a jury says you got to co parent. You got to co parent with, with this a woman. Philosophical difference. I mean, diametrically mm -hmm. opposed. You got to co parent with a woman that, that we heard, well, they heard me testify in court that I believe this is sexual abuse of a child. And they basically said, we expect you to co parent with a sexual predator. That's basically what they told me. The trial was interesting on some other levels. Um, it became a giant battle in this little courtroom, you know, this little district courtroom in Dallas County. The world's foremost experts in transgender medicine all showed up on both sides. And um, my preeminent expert was Dr. Levine. And uh, he totally crushed the opposition. Mm -hmm. And I, that's the reason that while the jury said we had to co-parent, the judge definitely went my way and gave me the most expanded visitation you can have legally in Texas without being 50-50. And she even said, go to a counselor, get coached on these nine things like, you know, bullying, unconditionally loving your kids, stuff like that, just parenting stuff. And when you've gone through those nine things in January or June after the verdict, um, you'll get 50-50 custody, no child support. So the counselors have never done that with me. They have refused to go through the nine elements, and therefore I've never been able to get 50-50 custody. Um, but Dr. Levine is the expert. He trained up on my case, and he went to the UK and testified in cases there and got the practice banned there in the UK. He's also uh, uh, testified in Norway, where they've also banned the procedures on children. So he's been a very influential expert, but he trained up on my case, and I paid for it. 
And I told him, just go forth in the world and kill this stuff. And he's doing it. He's actually doing what he promised me he would do. So once we get out, uh, the court appoints these, this count, these counselors for my sons, and they refuse to certify me and give me 50-50 custody. They're 100% trans ideologues. It's Dr. Linda Threets and Dr. Susan Fletcher. Dr. Susan Fletcher wanted secret counseling with my sons. So she gets to see my sons. I don't know what she's teaching them what they talk about, she's not obligated to tell me, and she wanted me to sign an agreement saying I would never even ask my children what she was teaching them or oh, talking to them about. That's insane. Okay? Insanity. The, the court ordered me to sign that document because I refused to sign it, and the court said we will make adverse inferences. This is Judge Mary Brown. She said, I will make adverse inferences against you and take your children away from you if you do not sign that agreement. So once I had that all documented, I sent an email saying, I'm in fear of losing my children if I don't sign this agreement. And I set it up because I was purely signed it under duress, 100% under duress. Right. So she, my kids are going to see uh, this counselor, Susan Fletcher, Abbott appointee. I don't think that's an accident, by the way, that the court chose an Abbott appointee. Mm. Um, so they're going to see Susan Fletcher, but she only sees my son when he comes from his mother's home in a dress. She refuses to see my son when he comes from my home as a boy. And she said it wasn't clinically significant. To think, get your head around that for a second. Um, so eventually I get 30 days vacation this summer, this last July. So I set up two appointments for my sons with her and there was no excuse for her this time, so she took them. Um, my son told her at the first appointment that he wants to be a boy all the time, that he wants to go to school as a boy when the school year starts. And Jude noticed that she did not respond. She did not say anything about it, like, okay, tell me more, or I, I hear you. She totally ignored it and didn't write anything down in her notes. My son Jude noticed that. Yeah. Hang tight right there, Jeff. Hang on. Because I know people are fired up. And I want to get into this story. I want to give it the full weight right. that it deserves. we got to take a quick break. Uh, before we do, hey, folks, you, got, you guys know I like to shoot, like going to the range these days. Every time you pull the trigger, all you hear is cha-ching because that's how much it costs to, for ammunition. And it's hard to find ammunition. Uh, I want to encourage you guys to get iTarget Pro. That's right. they got the proprietary laser bullet. You can sit there and train with dry fire training right there in your own home. They even uh, – they got – Laser bullets that fit every caliber you've got, pretty much anything you own, including your AR. They got it in 223. So get iTarget Pro by going to the letter I, targetpro.com, iTargetPro.com. You're going to be able to use offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. Get trained up without having to spend all the money going to the range. That's right. Dry fire training is going to make you a better shot. It's going to make you more proficient with your firearm, and you can practice right there in the comfort of your own home. So, itargetpro.com i did it all weekend long and let me tell you something it saves you money and it keeps you sharp itargetpro.com use offer code chad we're going to be right back with jeff younger So your other son is noticing these things. You, Big it, time. And, and, and what, what's the aftermath there? I mean, what's, what's going on in these, these, not only the court's minds, but in these counselors' heads? So here's the thing that I've discovered, and this, this is very disturbing. Um, 
so the left the left is just playing on a different level than we're playing okay so there's something i call identity medicine now mm -hmm. you have identity politics there's identity medicine and they've cr created a system where they can manufacture scientific facts it's basically a six-step process i've talked to a lot of republican groups about it um they basically create open source journals um they uh attract like-minded scholars uh on the left they create uh, new meta theories for interpreting evidence. Then they apply those meta theories to the, to the past evidence and reinterpret that evidence. And then they convert these open source journals into normal journals like in Elsevier or other medical journals. And then suddenly you have this giant body of peer reviewed research that's total bullshit. Mm -hmm. So they manufacture facts. Um, in 2015, the American Psychological Association changed a number of classifications related to gender dysphoria, right? It used to be called gender identity disorder, and they changed it to gender dysphoria. The difference is a disorder is something that's wrong with the person. Dysphoria means something's wrong with the culture, not accepting the person. Mm -hmm. So basically, gender dysphoria is when your culture doesn't accept your gender expression and you have negative outcomes from that. So the way the APA has interpreted this change is that you cannot help a child identify with their biological sex. That's considered reparative therapy. In 20 states, it's already illegal. So if you have a child that's going through puberty, that ha that's gender confused, no psychologist, it's a member of the APA, is allowed to help the child identify with their biological sex. They can only help the child identify with the sex other than their biological sex. That's all they can do. Wow. The Texas Psychological Association put out a letter in response to my case specifically mentioning it, in which they reiterate that that is their policy too. So there's no counselor or psychologist, perhaps even no psychiatrist at this point, that is gonna help a child just get through puberty and identify with their biological sex. They're not even allowed to. So what happens is these professional bodies then go into family court because all the custody evaluators are psychologists. Mm -hmm. They go into family court and they testify to these things and they get hundreds of court cases, right, all ruling the same way regarding gender dysphoria. And suddenly, you have immense body of case law. And we, we normally think of laws that we live under to be statutes that are passed by the legislature and you know, signed by the, by the governor. But actually, there's a whole other body of law that we are bound by. There's two others. One is administrative law from the agencies. And the other is judge-made law through case law. They reinterpret cases, and that's binding law on the courts. Hmm. So they have created a system by which they, the left can go into courts with these experts and create case law and bind all future court decisions according to these, these uh, crazy theories. That's the big danger for us right now. Right now in the courts, we could still stop this stuff. If we can win these cases and stop this stuff in the courts, we could prevent that from happening. But if you look at the recent Supreme Court decision on Title VII, where they go back to a 1960s law that mentions you cannot discriminate on the basis of sex. And they, they interpreted that to mean gender, the modern definition of gender. So they totally reinterpreted this law to include this notion of gender, which was nowhere contemplated by the, the legislature that, that passed that Title VII. So um, this is the kind of thing that you're going to see the left doing more and more and more. And they have a very well-developed system for doing it. They're doing it in family court now. I mean, that's how we got gay marriage. Came out mm -hmm. of family court, right? 
right? Remember, gay marriage was voted down in all four in all 48 states where it's brought up for a vote. It was voted down in California twice by a plurality of gay people. Even gay people didn't want gay marriage, right? We won the leg- we won the battle. We won the legislative battles on gay marriage. The courts imposed it upon us by reinterpreting the meaning of marriage using the legal doctrine from Roe v. Wade. Right? So the courts are 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 absolutely using this um, experts, psychological experts, to create precedent, which they will then impose on us. And that's what's happened to my son. I think one of the reasons the left is seized on my case so much is that here you have a boy that with everybody else he presents normally as a boy. He's just a normal boy. He's He's a boxer, likes to play football, right? He's super fast runner, incredibly fast footwork. Olympic talent scouts want to talk to him for boxing. They won't talk to him because they don't know what's going to happen with his gender dysphoria, right? Um, but when he's with his mom, he's a girl. So this boy has a choice, clear choice. He can go and just live a normal life as a boy, and the outcomes, if he identifies with his biological sex, are objectively better. Even the other side concedes that. Mm. Or he can continue on with this social affirmation and social transition, which my expert, Dr. Levine, testified, pushes children toward chemical transition. Their, their intentions in the medical records was to chemically castrate my son at eight years old with puberty blockers yeah. and put him on cross-sex hormones at 10, which mm. would permanently sterilize him and retard his bone growth. And he would have micro penis. He would have a toddler's penis for the rest of his life. Mm. That was the goal. That's in the medical records. I'm not making this up. Presented at trial. Okay. So he has two outcomes and they're very radically different, you know, pathways forward in life. Why is the court taking this risky pathway and pushing my son into this dangerous transition? And the only answer that you can come up with is that the courts are acting ideologically, they aren't acting impartially towards the evidence, and they are not acting in the best interests of my child. I've said for years that the left has to control three areas of life, and that is the courts, the media, and uh, education. Mm -hmm. Now I'll add a fourth. The medical community. Yes. This is what I mean with medical tyranny. A couple of minutes here before we got to take a break. Yaku. Yeah, man. We off air. We there's so much to say here. Look, I, I I won't call myself an expert, but those that run in this field do. We fight child sex trafficking, and I can tell you, you've got a case here that's a hundred percent. You were at a disadvantage the day you married, because you married an individual who has medical information, right. who understands how the brain of a child works, who understands exactly how to manipulate the brain right. of a child. That is a predator. That's the pure definition of a sexual predator. And I want people to understand, she's also seeing other children. Yeah. She is. She's speaking into yes. the light. So parents should go, that practice should shut down. They should Agreed. shut it down because she's speaking into others. And what, what they've created here with, with your son, but I'm going to say there's a but God. You said he has two choices. Watch this boy. Watch this boy make the right decision and, and walk out as a man. But in the process, Chad, here's what they've done. They're creating disassociation disorder. They're mm-hmm. forcing disassociation disorder on him through a familial entity. And familial trafficking is the number one form of yes. trafficking today. So here's a doctor and a mom who is an authority figure and now a principal and a, and a teacher, all pressing. And now they're forcing the boy to split personality. They're forcing him to be a boy with dad. But which he really wants to be, and a girl. And so, you know, my, my prayer for you and your family, and I'll close with this, is that he stands strong, that his brother in secret, his brother is the key here. Yes. That's the weapon. They can't stop you, but they can't stop brother. Right. They can, when those two boys are just sitting in the corner and their mom's not watching, I pray that his brother 
speaks truth into his life and his brother sows into him and that brother contends for him and fights for him and that his brother's voice is louder than mom's voice i mean this is there's so much here chat this is by design by the way i mean it's it's sick to the sickest level it's, it's totally sick mm. i mean it, we talk about a lot of crazy things on this show we we tend to poke fun at the craziness of culture that's out there but this is real this affects real people oh yeah uh, and, and we're talking about, you know, one of the one of the top eight GOP priorities in this 87th legislation legislative session that recently passed was to to stop the gender modification of children. Uh, Number three priority. This is absolutely. And, and it wasn't addressed. No. And this is something that's flying in the face. This is Texas. So I mean, this shouldn't happen anywhere. So Dan Phelan has 100 percent approval rating from the Human Rights Campaign, Human Rights, yeah. which is the largest gay and lesbian, transgender lobbying group. I mean, it's the, you know, uh, I think Matt Rinaldi has called it the gay mafia because they come after you, they'll go after your kids, anybody, yeah. when they when they, when they they do Ruthless. that. But here's the disturbing fact, and this is going to shock you, I think. Um, the transgender movements in America is funded by Republicans, not by Democrats. Wow. Paul Singer, who founded the Human Rights Campaign, is the largest donor, I believe, to the Republican Party now. And James Pritzker, who now calls himself Jennifer Pritzker, has the one who has funded the child transgender movements and is pushing it on children and has created the entire counseling movement around this. Wow. So as soon as my sons both said that James wanted to be a Jude stood up for him with the counselor, said, I want to be a boy, I want to go to school as a boy. Immediately, the, that counselor, Susan Fletcher, Abbott appointee, called a meeting refused to call my son by his legal name, called him a girl, took away, called CPS on me and said I was a danger to the children. And that on that basis, the judge has removed all my parental rights and I can't see my sons at all anymore. That's the current status. That's the current status. Hang tight, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that when we come back. We're going to do another segment on this. You guys know that the mandates are probably coming back in a lot of different places. Uh, and when that happens, we're already starting to see the shutdown of those major stores and the, the shelves are barren and you're not able to get the food that you need. Folks, get prepared before that day comes. The number one place that I know to go is My Patriot Supply. They have got food stores. Let me tell you something. They, they will send you the everything you need to be set up 2000 calories a day. Uh, you are going to be taken care of with delicious meals that will store for up to 25 years in the right conditions. And I'm telling you, it's not hard to do that. I want to encourage you to go to preparewithchad.com. They will save 25% uh, off of uh, per kit. Your food's going to arrive discreetly that way. That's one thing you don't want the neighbors knowing is that you got all the food stores out there. Preparewithchad.com. I want you guys to go there today. I'm telling you, the day is coming very soon. You're going to need this stuff. Preparewithchad.com at mypatriotsupply.com. We're not done with this. We're going to be right back. Hang tight. So just to be clear, you're violating a court order by even talking on this show. Absolutely. I mean, and, you, and, you, temporary restraining order, gag order. Oh, yeah. All of these so things. So um, look, I, I have just decided for myself that I am never, 
after this mass mandate and after what's happened with my son, I will never follow an unconstitutional law, an unconstitutional mandate, or an unconstitutional order. And I want to go to jail because that's the only way to get standing to challenge them in the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And I've told the judge this. If you think by violating that gag order that I, I, uh, I should be put in jail and I should be held in criminal contempt, I think you should give me the maximum jail sentence because I want standing to go to the Texas Supreme Court and make you justify violating the Texas Constitution. And your ex is a pediatrician. She is. She, she practices in, in Coppell. Coppell, Texas. And people are taking their children. Yeah. Get away. And this, is, and this is not a new news story. We've been talking about this for years now. So if you're a parent and your kid's you're still muted. going Hang to on. his ex, Hit your button, you're crazy Lisa. too. Yeah. You're, you're abusing, you're abusing your, your own children. Turn your microphone on. Make, yeah. There you go. Oh. I said you're abusing your child by yeah. taking it to that counselor. Not just, the, not just the doctor, but the counselor. Name the judge. Name the whole thing. Go after the I money. Mean, and, and for those of you who, I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm holding court documents right here. Um, these are some of the things. You're not, you're not supposed to cut the hair oh of your God. children. Oh. What? You're supposed to affirm Luna and honor her choices, both inside and outside the home. No way. Enjoin non-affirming behavior and or taking Luna outside the home as James or allowing others to do so. Uh, modify the father's possession on school rights when there are school-related activities that may occur during father's possession. Enjoin from condemning the mother for saying Luna. Or from the father hanging up when he hears the name Luna during electronic communications. Enjoining dad from signing the child up for activities or taking her as James or calling her James at any activities. Enjoining the father for allowing the children to remain in the presence of anyone who is not calling the child Luna or using the pronoun her and affirming Luna. And right now you've lost custody. Completely. Um, I basically have uh, the, the custody you would have if you were the worst child abuser in Texas. Oh. So I can only see my sons if I go to a forensic counseling facility where I am observed by two psychologists oh my. during the entire two hours. They charge $150 an hour. I'm allowed to be there for two hours. That's $600 for each visit that I have to pay for to see my sons. Oh That's it. Ch Chad, I want you to understand something. We've got 18 teachers in the Dallas school district that have been caught abusing children that are still teaching today that was put in Capel and yes. other... Uh, and Capel's had three. Father. I can't get a pedophile to get the maximum sentence in this state. And here a father is treated as if he is a sex uh, offender. Yeah. I mean, this is this this is the situation where I pray that your son somehow gets. We we train girls this when they when they're in duress, right? Being trafficked, get your voice out. Someone will believe you. He just needs to know you'll believe him. Mm -hmm. Somehow get him to shoot a video of himself saying, "I'm a boy. I want the well, world to I've know I'm a boy." I've seen video of 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 him saying, of well, James to saying, us. "I want to be with my father all the time." Let's go to James yes. O'Keefe. Let's go to Veritas and bleed that out yeah. into the world. Here's you, the boy speaking for himself, not under duress from his mom's home. As she's trying to tell him he's Luna, let him speak. What's well, the judge going to say? When, with, but they, the boy himself is saying, I'm a boy, I want to be a boy. And I want to be with my father. Inadmissible to court, right? They threw that, they didn't take it into court. The judge, the, the, you, you, one, of the, one of the problems, and I'm going to, you know, I may offend some people saying this, but I think one of the big flaws in the U.S. Constitution and in the Texas Constitution, if you read the Federalist Papers, they were very worried that you, the judiciary was going to be too weak compared to the other branches of government. And we see with the power to, to compel speech, which is it's the only branch of government that can compel speech. When you walk into a courtroom, 
You don't have free speech, but, but more powerfully, the court can compel you to speak, right? So in, in a civil case, you don't have the right to remain silent. And if you do, the judge can make adverse inferences against you. So the judges can compel speech, a very powerful thing that they can do. I think that the courts have become so powerful and the only way to remedy a bad judge is the impeachment power in the legislature, which is very difficult to pull off. We really need something where we can remove bad judges. And I think we need to turn that over to the attorney general or something, and we need to find another way to do that. But they have incredibly broad discretion. Mm -hmm. Have you engaged with Ken belief. Paxton on this? Yes. Ken Paxton's official point of view is that he is personally against all this. He hates what's happening to my son. Um, he, he did, on behalf of my son in 2019, issue a letter to Health and Family, Family Services, the agency, saying that it, all this abuse that she's doing to my son was admitted in sworn testimony. Why aren't they acting? But he also has a, a sense of conservative modesty towards the exercise of government power, and he does not believe he has a constitutional right to act or intervene. And I really wish that our leaders in government would stop with this fake constitutional modesty. Mm -hmm. The left is going to use its power. We need to use our power. Yeah. Prather, you better step up, boy. Yeah, man. Get this yourself is it. somebody. We need we need some we need some nuts to grow back. Yeah. But one thing, they don't control the court of public opinion. They do not. They do not. And they may compel you in court to speak, but they can't tell you what to say. That's right. And so the the people out there, we're still more than them. They're still, you know, at yes. least a good seventy eight million people. Yes. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, Joe, thank you for coming on the show and thank you for talking. Oh, yeah. You and thank I talked on the me. phone and, and I said, you know, I don't want to make this worse. I want to hear the story. I think people need to hear the story. They need to hear it from you. This mm -hmm. is a vital issue of, pub, of public policy in the state of Texas. Yeah. No court should stop me from speaking about it or stop you right. from speaking about it. Right. Thank you for championing this cause because, frankly, you know, we have some effeminate uh, Republican leaders that won't stand up and address this. And, you know, I wonder if some of them ought to be cross-dressing themselves. They act so weak. Uh, and you ain't one of them. And I appreciate it. Yes, sir. My balls are swinging. Hey, hang tight. We'll be right back. Jeff, thank you. It, it, let me just say, anybody watching the show or listening to the show, if you've got any form of a conscience or sense of common sense, you've got to be shell-shocked right now because you're listening to this. You're listening to a man who has been put under temporary restraining orders that he can't fight back against. Uh, the last time he saw his son was July 30th, and there's a good chance you may not see your son for another two years. Uh, this is a situation that we have to expose. We have to put the light on this and make the cockroaches scatter because this is this is purely demonic. You know, I kind of made up my mind. I, I you know, obviously, I've talked to you. We followed. I followed your story. Anybody's should be aware of that. But but to hear this, I'd kind of made up my mind. I said, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just let you tell your story. I'm not gonna demonstrate a vested interest here. I'm just gonna let you tell your story. But the visceral reaction that I have hearing this is so gut-wrenching to me it's nauseating as a father myself it is so nauseating to me i want to expose this thing to the ends of the earth it's absolutely insane i can't imagine if this were california new york something of that nature this is texas 
This is Texas, uh, where we think that, that, again, we have all these things under control and this would never be heard of. And you're a living example of what's going on. Folks, I want you to follow Jeff Younger's story. Follow James Younger's story. I want you guys to pay attention to it. Get involved in this fight. You can do it. You know how to do it. Let your voice be heard. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Bye.